Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water... Do you believe we have a great show for you guys today? We're trying something out. We're doing part one of our fans' favorite sports memories. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Charity Stripe, pitch your free throws, cause they have three sewed, special sewed, coming hot as you guys, and sewed to 30. Uh, other guys have the night off. I'm going to do this real quick and curate it. Won't talk too much, so I like to keep it short and sweet. Basically, what we'll be doing is, you saw the compilation video on Instagram, hopefully. Uh, really great job um, by everyone who participated. But this is the full-length thing, the full stories. Not all in one podcast. They'll probably, probably do like nine, eight per show, maybe release like three or four of them, um, and really combine everyone so you can hear the full thing, and yeah, do something nice for the people, um, we really want you guys to enjoy this one, so let's get started with some memories, enough of me babbling, you hear enough of that bi-weekly, or twice a week, what is it, I don't know, first memory, <laughs> first memory up is from Johnny Lazarus, host of the Locker Room Podcast, Go check that out. And that's not the locker room. It's the latka room, as in the Jewish food that is served on Hanukkah with applesauce and sour cream. Go check those guys out. And here is Johnny's memory. I think my favorite sports memory would date back to my freshman year at UMass. I played for the men's hockey team there. And um, we played against Boston University at Fenway Park in Frozen Fenway. So that was definitely a really cool experience. I remember vividly practicing there the day before the game and just, you know, being in awe of of looking at Fenway for the first time in my life. And, you know, I never thought my first time there would be for one of my own games. But I remember my best friends got to come to the practice and then they, they stayed overnight and actually came to the game along with my family. Uh, I, vividly, I remember being on the ice for the for the national anthem, standing at the blue line, and I heard, let's go, Laz, from the Green Monster. And I knew, like, 10 of my best friends were sitting up there and they were able to come and support me and probably what was the coolest moment of my life. Um, we played against a BU team also that was really stacked. They had guys that are in the NHL now, like Charlie McAvoy, Clayton Keller, Jordan Greenway. Um, you know, and they had won the World Juniors three days earlier against Team Canada. So those guys, 
you know, we, we all knew who they were, and it was pretty cool to go, go up against them at that time. Um, unfortunately, the game didn't go great for us. We lost five to three, and I think I went minus two or something like that. But um, aside from that, I think it was it was just the coolest experience, you know, walking out and seeing the Green Monster and and the Fenway Park uh, logo there and and all the World Series championships and stuff. It was it was definitely something I'll carry with me for the rest of my life. You're a kid in Little League, and it is your dream to play at Yankee Stadium, Fenway Park, if you grew up on the East Coast. One of the two. If you're a Long Islander or a New Yorker like myself, it's usually Yankee Stadium. But in the East Coast, you want to play at Fenway. It's an historic stadium, and it doesn't get much better than that. And although it's not baseball, Johnny getting to play hockey at Fenway Park is an unbelievable experience. One that I'm jealous of, to be honest. I've always, I want to get married at Fenway Park. I know I said I wouldn't divulge too much, but I, I think everyone should know that, that I want to get married there. So if you're listening and you're a female and you're interested and you're single and you're down to get married at Fenway Park, you could uh, follow us at the.charity.stripe if you already don't and hit us up. Any hoosers, next memory. Let's go with my buddy Paul Schumann. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, currently quarantined here in Los Angeles. Um, looking for any sort of sports to watch. Uh, I found myself watching the 2011 Germany Underwater Basket Weaving Championships last night. Honestly, pretty sick, but um, I'm actually here to talk about the 2008 Super Bowl between the Giants and the Patriots. Um, if you can remember, things were looking pretty bleak for the Giants um, until the two-time Super Bowl MVP, two-time Super Bowl champion, seventh all-time in passing yards, seventh all-time in passing touchdowns, Walter Payton Man of the Year and future Hall of Famer Eli Manning escapes the pocket and throws a tight, tight wobble to David Tyree, who catches it routinely on his skull. Um, and then a fade route to shoots himself in the legs, McGee, Flaxco Burris, and the Giants are Super Bowl champions. Sorry, Josh. Uh, you know, the Patriots were the best team of all time that year, but we beat them. Um, and... When they won, I proceeded to walk very slowly up to the top of uh, the stairs. I was in a basement. Walked up to the top of the stairs and just flung myself down the flight of stairs. Torso, head, everything, just flung myself down. Fucked up my hand. I broke, I broke this part of my hand and I broke my, my knuckle. Um, but well worth it. Uh, that was the first championship that I've ever seen as a fan. I'm a Knicks fan. I'm an Islanders fan. I'm a Mets fan. Um, so I owe everything to that team. They won again in 2012. Sorry, Josh, again, but um, the Giants never need to win another Super Bowl. Um, that's all I care about. Uh, the Mets would could win. That'd be that'd be pretty sweet, but um, that's another story. Yeah, so that's my story. Um, hit your free throws. Stay safe. Don't meet up with anyone. Don't do anything. And uh, I got toilet paper, so uh, Venmo me if you need that. Really painful one for me right there. That was a rough one, but again, an amazing, amazing game. Patriots were 16-0 and in the season, then two games in the playoffs, 18-0. and Giants, six seed, what were they, right? Had to go on the road the entire playoffs, beat them, beat the supposed best team of all time. Uh, Tom Brady and his 50 touchdown passes to eight interceptions. Randy Moss is 23 touchdown record-setting season, and Eli Manning does it for his first Super Bowl win. Painful memory for me, but a great football memory for those who love the game. Next up, another friend of mine will go with Robert Persons' memory. My favorite sports memory is from my junior year of high school. 
I was unseated at the New York State Tournament, and I won my first match and uh, was supposed to be wrestling the one seed. Uh, he got upset. So in the quarterfinals, I wrestled the kid who beat the one seed. And the whole match, I was down 2 nothing in the quarterfinals. And with five seconds left, I hit a reversal and tied it up 2-2. And then in overtime, I got a takedown. And I just remember the stadium was so loud that I couldn't hear anything. And I was looking for my parents in the crowd, and I found them, and they were going nuts. And uh, I'll never forget that. And uh, I miss it, and I'm really washed up. I've heard this one before, but I've never heard it, I guess, like that in a way. And it kind of it was weird in a sense that someone next to me, when Toss was, I don't know why I said someone, Toss was watching it on the computer. He goes, oh, were you there for that because Robbie's a friend from home? And I said, no, I wasn't. I, I immediately wished I was at that at the wrestling match. Uh, when he won that would have been really cool to see really really cool and great memory i mean the guy's a beast was a beast don't listen to him he's not washed up he can still do it uh we'll we'll move on uh another buddy of ours host of the la football network you guys know him he's been on the show before ryan dirude's memory coming at you guys what's up guys it's your boy ryan dirude founder of the la football network host of the believe in la football podcast and the spirits and Sports History Podcast, here to talk to you about my favorite sports memory. have a lot of them, played sports all my life, obviously watched sports my whole life, but it has to be the 2016 AFC Championship game between my Denver Broncos and the New England Patriots. Uh, What a game. Broncos go on to win, go to the Super Bowl where they win Super Bowl 50. The actual event, though, I was living out here in Los Angeles, me, my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, and one of my best friends bought tickets randomly two days before the game, bought a flight out there, stayed with a buddy of mine who lives in Denver. He bought a ticket the night before. We woke up early, you know, tailgated, relished in the moment, and just the game itself was by far the greatest atmosphere I've ever been around. Super loud, everyone in orange, um, you know, held Tom Brady, held Gronk to 18 points. The defense just played lights out. And what a moment to be able to be there, watch the confetti come down, and uh, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, for the last time ever in their careers, play each other, and to see, you know, to see Manning hoist that AFC Championship trophy as they uh, rode off into the sunset, then in Super Bowl 50. So, by far, favorite sports moment of my life thus far has been the AFC Championship game, Denver versus Patriots in Denver at Mile High. Love it. Love you guys. Have a good one. Another. Painful one for me. Another one that I that really, really sucked for me. But, again, cool, great experience. I'm glad Ryan got to see Brady and Peyton go at it in the playoffs. That's, like, something. It's really, like, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for most people. So it's great that a buddy of ours got to experience it. Wish the Patriots came, up, came out on top. But, fortunately for Ryan, they didn't. And we got a memory out of it. So really cool stuff. Uh, next up, we'll go with another Believe host, my guy, Doc Harrison, Antonio Harrison, uh, he 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 uh, hosts uh, Athlete Behavior, Believe in Athlete Behavior, great dude. And this is an interesting one because it's not necessarily a memory, but it's his favorite thing about sports. So take a listen. It's really cool. Josh, Alex, what's up? Great idea. This is Dr. Antonio Harrison, Believe in Athlete Behavior podcast at One Coach Doc. This is actually not my favorite sports memory. It's my favorite thing about sports, which is tied into a bunch of my memories. I played football, played defense in college. So my favorite thing about sports ever 
is when it's a huge play and the offense has the ball. Their crowd is screaming, going nuts. The ball snaps, and you just feel this buzz and this noise. Then the quarterback throws the ball, and you make a gigantic hit and just crush someone's soul. And both sides, both crowds go, ooh, both sidelines go, ooh. And then for a split millisecond, it gets silent. You hear nothing. And then your crowd erupts, and the fans go nuts. That, that split second of silence, that is my favorite thing about sports tied into all of my favorite memories. Hit me up at one coach dot. I remember when I heard that one and I was like, oh, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's that's sick. Yeah, I've been there for that. I've seen that on TV, even like translated on TV. Um, and that is just that's a cool experience. Probably happens like once a week in football if you get to catch it. I mean, a lot of us do red zone nowadays which is great for fantasy football, great, you know, to keep stimulated and not sit there and watch a game because you may not care necessarily about, I don't know, the Bucks rams playing the 425 game. But if you catch that moment where the crowd goes completely silent after someone lays a haymaker of a hit, it's some experience. Here's, here's another one. This is a great memory. It's one of my favorites. Probably my favorite soccer memory, easily. Um, this is from Chris Landy. So, Chris, what's your favorite sports memory? So my favorite sports memory comes from the 2010 World Cup hosted by South Africa. I mean, you had Vuvuzelas everywhere, waving flag, and Waka Waka were playing. It was a great atmosphere. But in particular, Landon Donovan's goal against Algeria in the 90th minute. So the USA was in Group C with England, Slovenia, Algeria, and England projected to win the group. The stakes were really high coming down to the very last game where if USA won, they would be first in the group. However, if they tied, they would have finished third and not advanced, and if they lost, they would have been a dead last. So as I mentioned, it was against Algeria, and the USA were dominating the entire game. But right around the 70th minute, they started to get tired. Next thing you know, Algeria is controlling possession. Algeria is creating chances. And I remember being 15 years old, up against the screen, just screaming at the TV, and just every minute the situation seeming more dire. Then they get a shot off. Tim Howard makes a save. Chucks it down to midfield for Landon Donovan to bring the ball up. It's a counterattack situation. It's amazing. He dishes the ball out to Josie Altador who tears down the wing. Crosses the ball. Low cross. Clint Dempsey gets a foot on it. Denied by the goalkeeper. But who comes sprinting from outside the box to bury it in the back of the net? None other than Landon Donovan. And I just jump up and scream as I watch him on the TV sprinting down to the corner flag and slide across. And the voice of Ian Dark just screaming, you could not write a script like this. And that to me is my all-time favorite sports moment. Everyone knows Landon Donovan's goal. Epic, 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 epic. Landy, uh, I know him from back in New York, soccer player growing up. No surprise that this is his. Great telling of it. Um, I didn't remember it in that much detail, so I'm glad he got to share it here. And then we'll go with Cole, who is a follower of us on Instagram. This one I really enjoy because I'm a Buckeyes fan, not to spoil it. So here's Cole's memory. My favorite sports moment was the 2014 Ohio State National Championship. I remember that day 
picture perfect. I remember getting home from school, getting everything ready just to watch that single game. Biggest game of the year. I remember rushing through all my schoolwork, everything, just to be able to watch them beat Oregon. Rough season for them, I remember that year. Everybody doubted them, but I loved how they proved everybody wrong. They went on to win the national championship. That's my favorite sports moment. Dominant game. Zeke, dominant game. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, next up, we'll go. This guy's going to be on the show sometime soon. He's, <laughs> you know what, you'll see it for yourself. He's the host of Radio Recap, also on Believe. This is Alex Monaco. What's good, Charity Stripe? Shout out Josh, Alex, and the other guy. Look, I don't normally get out of the shower with the hair still wet and hop on the mic. It's borderline inappropriate. But when you step, when you stub your toe and then you see an email from Josh that says, look, I need for our show the greatest sports moment in the history of your life, pro or amateur. You got to get on the mic and give it to him, baby. Here it is. Here it is. Tira Santa Rex, San Diego, born and raised with my boy, Jordan Moran, now known as Jordan Means. You see free throws all the time and shots made from the free throw. But how about free throws from the other the other free throw playoffs down to eight seconds left ball inbounds to Jordan. Now, most 11 year olds can't three step drop five step drop and gunsling it. Jordan is special baby on the month that Michael Jordan's last dance documentary and the Bulls debuts. You gotta love it. He catches the rock in motion and I'm going to go straight Patty Mahomes gun slingers the rock from the other free throw line i was right next to him as a young well under six foot half jewish mensch and the ball goes in greatest sports moment of my life shout out charity stripe they're doing great work they're having great banter everyone stay safe alex monaco shout out josh shout out alex and the other guy you're all doing great all all the time he's like that full energy 110%. But that's why that's why you love him. That's why you his go check out his stuff. It's funny. It's it's funny. I, you you'll get a kick out of it. It's all that all the time and it it actually doesn't get old. It really doesn't. And that end line, shout out Josh, shout out Toss, shout out the other guy. Anytime someone can throw a little dig at my boy Nikki Snacks Crider, that to me is that to me is better than Chappelle. That's comedic gold. Because I love Nick, but God, it's funny. It's funny. And we'll close out. We'll do one more. Ewan. We'll go across the pond over United Kingdom. Ewan, this is a great one. One we've talked about on the show before, so check it out. Hey, guys. Uh, I think my favorite sport memory ever would have to be Leicester City winning the Premier League in the 2015-2016 football season. It was just so incredible to see a bunch of guys that Nobody'd really ever heard of, you know, they didn't play internationally. They all came from, you know, small counties in England. It was just incredible to see these guys go take on Arsenal, Manchester United, Manchester City, all these super, super teams that, you know, they'd done it all, won Champions Leagues, Europa Leagues, and, you know, just take them on and beat them. And that consecutive winning streak was just 
you know, it was incredible to watch. It was almost unbelievable when you've seen the results and you've seen that Leicester are winning, you know, 4-0, 3-0 against all these super teams that you just, you know, you count them out against because they were, I think it was the prior season, they were playing in the second division at the English football. So, <clears throat> yeah, it was just biblical to watch these guys come and dominate the league like that. And obviously, Eden Hazard's goal to finally win it for them, even though Leicester weren't playing. That's such a key moment in their season, obviously, just to really, really secure their their first ever Premier League trophy. And obviously the impact that it had in these communities was very, very strong because you've seen people coming from, obviously I'm not from England myself, so can't talk for England, but people here in uh, Scotland, you've seen people, you know, going out, back gardens, friends, just kicking the ball about, kicking the ball off the wall, because they realised that you don't have to be from Italy, Spain, Germany, you know, to make an impact on the sport that you love. And that was just incredible to see. So, yeah, that's my favourite sport memory. And that's it. Leicester City, baby. I can't, I'm not even going to try to retell it again, because the way he told it with the accent, can't do it better. It's just natural. He's something you can't coach. Like, you can't coach speed. You can't coach that dialect. I mean, yeah, I think you can. Actually, I think I took a class on it in college, but not like that. It's the old natural. Thanks, Ewan, for sharing that. Uh, guys, I hope you enjoyed this. Um, I hope it's strung together nicely and that my curation wasn't too painful. Uh, more to come. We have, a, we have a normal show. This is releasing Wednesday. We have a normal show Thursday with Tyler Dunn of the Bleacher Report. That's going to be cool. We'll talk some football with him. Uh, and then we'll probably release another one on Friday. So to the fans out there, drag both feet inbound. Swing on a full count. Flip that puck. Hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they're free. And hit your free throws. Why? Because they are free. We out ya. We love ya. Puts it up. It's Lewis. He got the shot. Derek Jeter, where fantasy becomes reality. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.